Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the ex ran himself out of town. Well, I've got an email success story today from a guy, he's 36 years old, and he's lost his wife a couple of years ago to cancer. And he found my work after he got back into the dating scene. And he started dating this woman, and it just she just totally knocked his socks off, but she had recently, she was also a widower, but after her husband had passed away, she got involved with a new guy, dated him for a period of time, and had literally just broken up weeks before he met her. And things were going great, and then she started backing off and pulling away. And what I love about the, his email is that he details what he did and how he responded and what he said to her when the ex came back in the picture. And now they've been together for almost a year, and a lot of great things are happening, so I'll save the best to last. So I got a quote that are on this topic, and I'm going to go through his email and see what he did successfully. So the quote says, When a masculine man becomes the rock and mountain for a woman he is dating by giving her the space and freedom to come and go as she pleases, she will choose him over all potential suitors because his actions enable her to be who she really is. True love is freedom. Love is a gift from the heart and requires nothing in return. Love is not jealous, fearful, controlling, or forceful. Love is not diminished by unrequited love because love is about giving. Love of self is knowing that you are worthy of reciprocated love, even when you get rejected because you know that eventually you will find another whose heart sings the same song. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, I'm a 36 year old widower with a young son. I've read your book 12 times now. Notice he's read it over 10 times. My best success stories over the years always are people that have read it 10 times or more. Because repetition is a mother's skill. It's about learning the fundamentals. And if you're new, if this is maybe one of the first few videos you started watching, you haven't got to the book yet, go to my website right now. The web address will obviously be right about here understandingrelationships.com and just click on the free ebook subscribe to the newsletter you'll get a link in your email and you can start reading it for free and then once you see how great it is and start implementing it when you feel comfortable then you can go buy the kindle edition or a paperback or you can also get the audiobook version for free by subscribing to audible.com so I highly recommend you do that to learn the fundamentals so you can have a great success story like this particular guy. So he says, so back to his, he says, I read your book 12 times now and I wanted to share with you how you helped me foster an amazing relationship. I found your work while getting back into the dating scene. You struck a chord with me when you said to be the woman's rock. During my late wife's tumultuous battle with cancer, she would always tell people that I was her rock. I'm un I was unsure. I kept, my, I kept my unsure and negative feelings away from her, saving them for my mother or when I was by myself. I mean, I, that's pretty smart. Obviously, you got somebody that's got enough problems suffering from cancer. You don't want to make her your therapist on top of that. Because if you're fearful as the man, you're not really being the rock in the mountain, especially when your bride is going through a really difficult time. 
I was there for her in every way, and when she passed, I was able to move forward because I had no regrets. I knew that I left everything on the table. In her final letter, she told me to find love again and to show our son what that looks like. That's fucking awesome. That's one of the nicest things I've read in a while. As I was dating, I came across someone who knocked my socks off. She had been widowed for about two years and had a couple of kids. I let her do 90% of the initiating via text or phone. It was hard to hang back, but I found that whenever I was dying to tell her something, I would just jot a note down in my phone and talk to her about it when we were together. That really helped. That's how you keep the mystery alive. If you're always talking on the phone and you're texting all day long and WhatsApping and Facebook messaging all day long, and then you finally get together in person, where's the, hey, how was your day? I mean, if you think about the way things used to be when we just had telephones, if you will, usually the wife and the husband would wait, hey, when they got home together, hey, how was your day, to talk and catch up. Now with digital communication and email and everything else, we're, like, we're all constantly connected 24-7. He says, I also passed the ex-boyfriend test. She had been in a significant relationship before we met and unbeknownst to me, I came onto the scene only weeks after that had ended. Yeah, when you're in a situation like that, she obviously had had a relationship and had gone through its course. She's gonna have a lot stronger emotional bond to that guy just because of all their time together and you've only been around there for a couple of weeks. And in most cases, I mean 75% of the time, the women are the ones that, that initiate the breakup and when you look at it from that perspective most guys are getting dumped and they didn't see it and what they typically try to do is most men do and what you see in the movies all the time I gotta prove myself I gotta win her back can't let her get away and they start trying to force things and chase and pursue things of that nature about a month into our dating the ex found out about me and started chasing with phone calls and texts we were already having sex at that point, and one weekend she withheld sex for clearly a bullshit reason. I could see she was pulling back due to some lingering feelings, so I told her what I wanted. I said, at the end of the day, I'm not interested in just being friends. Well, that's where that self-love comes in that I talked about in the quote. When you love and you value and you respect yourself, you want somebody who's going to treat you the same way. Relationships are a two-way street. It's not all one way. You deserve to have somebody who treats you the way you treat them and who feels the same way about you that you do about them. And the way to show that you deserve that is to let it go. When somebody offers you terms, whether it's in a personal relationship or a business relationship, you have to walk away. It's the strongest negotiating position. And then I let her pull back. Almost a week passed with no contact at all before she texted me about something funny she had seen. So I took the opportunity to set the next day. Most women are not gonna say, hey, let's get together, I miss you, I wanna see you. They're gonna be like, hey, here's this funny joke. Big reason why I teach in the book, if a woman reaches out, you should assume she wants to see you and make the next date. So he was prepared. Why was he prepared? Because he read the book 12 times. He says, so I took the opportunity to set the next date where the indoor Olympics resumed. The ex eventually ran himself right out of town. Because he obviously didn't have any as much self-respect and self-love 
as you did. He probably resorted to groveling and all kinds of things, which was just a sign of weakness, which was part of the big reason why she got rid of him in the first place. And then you happened to come right along at the perfect time. The other thing I did right was whenever she talked about him contacting her, I never acted jealous or mad. Love is about giving. It's not about being jealous or possessive. Because again, when you love and you value yourself, you know that the right people will choose to stay in your life. And the ones who really aren't on your team, they'll say, see ya, and they'll take off. Let them. Because when you let them walk out of your life, now you got a space for somebody else to feel. And the right person eventually shows up perfectly on time. The soul is never in a rush. I read that somewhere the other day. It was really a great way to say it. From a soul perspective, when you think of things. She would ask, do you mind that I tell you about this? And I would reply, it doesn't bother me at all, babe. That's being the rock, being the mountain. I don't feel threatened by this guy. He's an ex for a reason. That's the mentality. If she goes back to him, then... Well, obviously, she doesn't deserve me. Obviously, the universe has other plans in store for me. Obviously, the next person that comes along is going to be even better. And it's just a matter of time before you meet them. That's an abundance mentality. A fearful mentality is, I'm never going to meet anybody this awesome. I'm never going to meet anybody that I like this much. But in reality, it doesn't matter how much you like a woman. If she ain't reciprocating or feeling the same way, self-love says, hey, it's been great. Give me a call if you change your mind. Just like when, I'm, when you're trying to negotiate a deal for a house or a car or some kind of business deal, if you get offered terms and price that you just don't want to accept, you have to walk away. It's the only way the other party will respect you enough to get to come up to your price that you want. Because if you take a deal that's not what you really want, you're going to resent it, and the other person's going to know it. Especially women. That's why when guys agree to be friends, women lose respect for the guys because they know he's not there because he wants to be her pal or her buddy. He's there because he wants to date her and have a real romantic, mature adult relationship. She would say, good, you have nothing to worry about. I would even take the opportunity and say, I mean, I get why he's chasing you. You're fucking amazing. Come here. Initiating the indoor Olympics. It's perfect, dude. We're going on a year now, and the relationship has been awesome. Her words are, it's so easy being with you, and we have so much fun. We're moving in together, and it was her idea, which, of course, I saw coming. Well, again, you learn the fundamentals, and it all, I mean, you literally, you develop a sixth sense. You can see things coming. You can feel things coming. You can read it in the body language. You can read it in the physiology. And the beauty of the stuff that I teach in my book is these are things that spill over into other areas of your life. You can look at other people, whether you're in a negotiation or you're interviewing to get a job or maybe you're talking to investors to potentially invest in your company or your startup, and you can read their body language and open them up and work on creating more rapport. It really gives you an edge over most of the people that you're going to meet. And when you see that, when you recognize the weakness in the other party, especially in negotiation, and you see it, and they don't really see what's going on, 
that makes you feel more confident. And the more confident you are and the more you believe in yourself and what you bring to the table, the easier it's going to be for you to get the deals that you want in life. Thanks, Coach. Bob. His name's not really Bob, but Bob for us. We've got to protect the identity of the innocent. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the Products tab at the top of your screen, and book a audio phone or coach Skype, Skyping, or Skype coaching call with yours truly. And I will talk to you soon.